Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Paul Douglas with you Wednesday. DJ producing. Jordana back in the saddle back in the afternoon next week. Uh, she's filling in in the morning, 9 to noon. Hope you can catch her act in the morning. Uh, in the meantime, you know, everything is relative compared to what folks in the Ukraine or Ukraine. It used to be the Ukraine. Now it's Ukraine. Come on, Paul. People in Ukraine are fighting for their lives. They're fighting for their homelands. They're trying to defend their families. They're trying to get loved ones out of the country if they can. But they're stepping up to the Russian military, which is nine times larger than the Ukrainian military. They are fighting for their homeland, in some cases fighting for their lives and sacrificing their lives for things that I, I think few Americans take for granted. Democracy, self-control, representative government, the ability to vote for people we want to represent us. We don't take that for granted. Most of us don't. And neither do folks in Ukraine. They want the same things we have. And sometimes we take those things for granted. We shouldn't. Uh, folks in Ukraine are willing to die to have those rights. Freedom. And the question we ask today, yes, there's blowback. Oil prices have surged due to the uncertainty, primarily Putin invading Ukraine. Look, prices were already going up. Inflation Significant, right? Most inflation in 40 years. Prices of everything have been going up. Show me one thing where the price is going down, please. What, what can we get more of for less money? I, it must exist, but I haven't seen it. Everything is going up, including the cost of gas. And DJ pointed out to me that uh, the average price of gas has more than doubled in less than two years. In Minnesota, April 2020, you remember sliding into some of the worst of the pandemic, lockdowns, people working from home. The average price of gas, a buck 93 in the metro, a buck 93 less than two years ago. Now we're what, 380, closing in on $4 a gallon. And we asked people, we asked you, how are you dealing with higher gas prices? Are you driving less? searching for cheaper gas, public transportation, or just taking the hit and paying the man. 
We had a Twitter poll up. It's still up at P. Douglas Weather. And uh, 613 votes. 70% of you are taking the hit. 23% driving less. 4% searching for cheaper gas. 2.3% using public transportation. You can always call us, weigh in. If you've got some tips, some epiphanies, is this going to get you off the dime to buy a hybrid? You know, those SUVs were looking really good two years ago when we were paying less than $2 a gallon. And now at $4 a gallon, some people are having second thoughts. How long is this going to hang on? Nobody knows. But call us, text us, 651-461-9226. Taking the hit. John Wetter sent me a message. He said, I'm taking the hit as it's all decisions I made regarding the efficiency of my vehicle. I own it. Plug-in hybrids from here on out. There are finally some great options. And you have weighed in. One of our listeners says, Paul, the price of gas should be taken seriously. I hope this makes it obvious to Americans that our society should not be so reliant on the assumption that our gas is going to be the cheapest in the world. Cheap stuff and convenience have a price. Bob in Bloomington, can't wait to get the Vespa out. (laughs) Those scooters are pretty cool. Uh, Another listener says, I drive 100 miles a day to get to and from work in a truck that's nine years old, gets 17 miles per gallon. I can't afford an EV. I'll take the hit. If energy prices continue to soar, as they are, is purchasing an electric vehicle really the way to go? One listener asks. Second, is purchasing an EV as your only vehicle available Is that a good option in a climate like Minnesota's? I don't know. I got a foot in both camps. I love my SUV. I love my X7 from BMW. That's our road trip vehicle going up to the cabin on Pelican. Can cram a pickup truck worth of stuff in the back of that SUV. And it gets 24 miles a gallon. It's not, not horrible, but I've got the EV. I've got a Tesla for getting around the Twin Cities. It's got a range of 300 miles. Mm -hmm. I plug it in every night in my garage, and uh, it just just goes. And so I love them both. Mm -hmm. DJ, what are your thoughts on this? Well, you know, I I think the the math on that is so different. And, you know, you lay out your situation. It's great. You're able to have two cars and one's for this and one's for that. And, you know, everybody's situation is different. In my family, we're driving both of our cars every single day. Um. And it doesn't mean that electric's not the way to go, but it just means that the math is different. And some folks only have one vehicle in their family. And if you have one and you still want to drive to Florida like you just did, you, you know, if it's electric, you're waiting a half an hour per charge in some cases. That's true. Or hope or, That's or, true. or changing your route because of that. So, you know, th- does it sound good on paper? Yes. But, you know, everybody's math is different when it comes to that. So. That's- that's I don't know. I, I, I'm in a spot where I think, do I want to go electric and hybrid? Yes. When is that going to happen for me and my family? Um, not yet. I think we're close, but for me, it's not yet. And, and I appreciate that calculus. And what works for me may not work for anybody else. And I feel for people who live in single-family homes or apartments 
and don't have the option of having a place where they can charge up. I, I get that. That's, that's a problem. And hopefully smart people will solve that problem. The prices are coming down. Not fast enough, but they are coming down compared to the stupid prices that people paid five, ten years ago for EVs. But you can get something now in the 30s or low 40s. That'll go 200, 250 miles on a charge. I'm tolerant. I don't care who you love, who you worship, who you voted for. I really don't care. You do you. Do you. I'm tolerant, but I'm not patient. And when I take a road trip, when I drive 1,100 miles... I want to go fast. I don't want to be sitting at a supercharger for 20 or 30 minutes charging this thing up. So we still love having a gas-powered SUV. I think when there are as many chargers, charging stations, as there are gas pumps, I think that'll be a pivot point, right? When you no longer have range anxiety. You can go anywhere and you know you can recharge. And the range right now, you know, 300 miles, pretty typical in an EV. Soon it's going to be four or 500 miles. The batteries are getting better. The costs are coming down. When people realize they can get better performance for less money, that's when they switch. And it's coming. I don't know when, but it's coming. In the meantime, Wednesday means the travel preacher, and when we come back, DJ is going to talk about some spring break destinations 90 minutes or less from the Twin Cities that maybe you hadn't thought of. That's up next. My favorite segment of the week. I'm reading the cue cards. This is my favorite <laughs> yeah, segment <laughs> of the week. That That's exactly what you wrote. Yep, I'm reading. Yep. No, I, I do enjoy. You get me out of my bubble I love to travel. You love to travel. Many of our listeners love to travel. And now with high gas prices and prices going up, I think a lot of people are scratching their heads going, man, do I make that long road trip? Do I get on a plane uh, for spring break and, and even this summer? So I'm I'm intrigued with your topic today. What, what do you want to talk about, DJ? Well, look, you know, I feel like usually I'm on here and I'm telling you to go to some far-flung destination or encouraging you to drive nine hours for a quick weekend or something like that, which uh, I'm all in for. But to be honest, in my household, this is how it's played out. We had uh, spring break kind of circled on the calendar, which is next week for us, and nothing kind of panned out. We had a few ideas. We were kind of looking at some tickets and it was too expensive and then going to see a friend or family and they weren't in town. So we ended up giving all our vacation time back and we decided just to do a couple of weekend trips, right? A, you know, hmm. local things. And then when we saw what gas prices were, we said, well, maybe we should keep it really local, right? You know, maybe now's not the time to drive up to, uh, you know, up to Grand Portage, almost into Canada, five and a half hours away, which I would totally do in a weekend. That sounds great, and you should too. But maybe now is the time to keep it a little closer to home. So that's what I'm going to do, and I have today some options for great places to go that can actually scratch the travel itch that you can get out of your comfort zone, out of the Twin Cities, see some new scenery, see some cool things, have a good meal, hmm. all those things, but they're all 90 minutes from the Twin Cities or less. So that's what I'm going to share with you today. 
Okay. Shoot. Uh, what, what's at the top of your list? Well, Is this in, in, in any order? Um, You've been to all these places? Uh, yeah, have I have. Yeah, I've been to all these places, certainly. Okay. And I'll start with the one that I'm actually doing. So my family, um, in a couple of weekends, we are heading up to um, – uh, Mille Lacs Cathio State Park, which is just south of Lake Mille Lacs, not quite on the lake, but kind of adjacent the lake. And uh, we decided to get a camper cabin there, which I think I've talked about before. But it's kind of it's it's camping in that you're you know you're using an outhouse and you are cooking over a fire, but yet you have a cabin that has lights and electricity and heat, so you can kind of have a comfortable place to sleep. And you know. I, you could camp at this time of year if you want to. For my family, it's still a bit cold, right? Even if it hits 60 next weekend, it's pretty sloppy on the ground. But for us, this is a way to start our camping year early by having a cabin to stay in. Um, but look, there's lots of ways to enjoy state parks. And there's over 15 state parks that are 90 minutes or less from the Twin Cities. So wow. there's tons of options, whether it's just a day trip or you're going to camp or you're going to book something for later in the week, but you don't have to. I mean, there's great state parks way up north and all over the state too, but pick one of the 15 that's only 90 minutes from the Twin Cities, and maybe it's time to explore those parts of the states instead of going to, uh, you know, Bearhead Lake State Park, which is up in the Bonder Waters. Let's save that for when the gas prices come down a little bit. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Okay, yeah, great idea. And can't you get a pass that works at at all the state parks? Oh yeah, it's the best uh, thirty seven dollars you'll spend. It's a yearly pass to go to every single state park, and uh, it's a it's a great gift. We actually give that to some friends when they you know we get married or birthday or whatever. That's one of the gifts we like to give because hmm. you know that's the thing that that you should just need to have on your car. And uh, you yeah. know, I don't know. Even if I don't use it, I still feel good about paying that thirty seven dollars. It's, it's funny. I mean, we live in a resort, yes. and I really, as somebody who grew up on the East Coast, I, I really believe that. We we live in a resort, and sometimes people out East, they go, well, you got all these lakes, right? 12,000, 15,000. Aren't they all the same? And I go, you have no idea. <laughs> no. You, you, they're all different, yep. different character, um, different fish, different things to do, but... Um, very cool. So, okay, what okay. what else is 90 minutes away or less? Yeah, so you can head to the Cannon River Valley. So the Cannon River runs from Northfield to Cannon Falls and on to the little town of Welch. And that whole stretch mm-hmm. has lots of great recreation opportunities from skiing right now. Welch Village, I believe, is still open yeah, for skiing and snowboarding. Yep. There, uh, All three of those towns have, like, nice little quaint downtowns. You can do some shopping. If you go in the fall, you can buy some Josephson sweet corn in Cannon Falls. It's grown by my uncle. Um, really? But the Cannon Valley Trail is great for running and biking. You can also tube and canoe and kayak on the Cannon River and all three of those cities in that whole Cannon Valley area, under 90 minutes from the Twin Cities, a great place to go for a weekend or more. Very hilly and, and yes. very, very nice down there. Yes, yeah, that's I, right. we, we love to ski Welch um, for that reason. Um, okay, and then, good. Yeah, and a, a couple more. Just um, further down, if you follow the Cannon River further, you'll get to Lake Pepin on the Mississippi River. Again, it's a beautiful and hilly area of the state. It's actually the place where the glaciers stopped, right? So a lot of Minnesota 
is fairly flat with the lakes, and that's where the great glaciers scraped. And the little corner of Minnesota in the southeast of the state, uh, the glaciers didn't get there in the last round. So it's much more hilly, and that includes the Lake Pepin area. And hmm. again, lots of little towns to explore. That's the place you want to go if you want to find a little bed and breakfast and have a walk along the lake and go get pie at a local shop or something like that. Maybe hit up a thrift store, something like that. But the Lake Pepin area, many towns around Lake Pepin, but that whole area is very nice. I love taking that drive down the river and and we did that once and went all the way down to dubuque iowa Mm -hmm. and it was one of the best trips we ever took yeah yeah and you'll notice if you go there in the summer there's lots of motorcyclists who will choose that for you know a day trip or a weekend or whatever but it's just a beautiful drive down i think it's highway 61 on the minnesota side 61 something else on the wisconsin i can't remember worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. But it goes through Hager City. You can go to the famous Hager Heights and get a, a burger or a chicken sandwich or something. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, you, you don't know about Hager Heights? Okay, I'll take it. I, I, that's news to me. <laughs> I'm um, curious. Okay, okay, I got one more, and it's courtesy of my daughter, Winter, who every time we drive by the... Uh, 494-694 interchange, the Fish Lake interchange in Maple Grove. She points out the window now and says, Daddy, when can we go to the hotel with the water slide hanging out of there? Because there's a Holiday Inn <laughs> Express that's got the water slide hanging out of the Holiday Inn Express. And you know what? My first reaction to that is, wow, we never stay there. That's 10 minutes from our house and all these things. But the more I think about it, you know, we drag our kids, especially if my family, we drag our kids all over the world, all over the country. But you know what? If Winter wants to go to the dumb Holiday Inn Express with the water slide that she drives by, <laughs> why not? And this is the best time to do that. So if your kid always points at something and says, I want to go there. Hey, that park looks fun. Well, we don't go to that park because it's 35 minutes away. Well, guess what? Why don't you just go stay at that hotel and go to that dinky little park that your kids want to? Let them plan the trip because if your kids plan it, 
it's going to be 30 minutes away, and all you're going to do is get ice cream and pizza. It'll be your cheapest vacation ever, and yeah. now's the time to do that because your kid's not thinking about driving to South Dakota. They want to go to the Holiday Inn Express on the Fish Lake Interchange. <laughs> now is the time to do it. You know, you could do endorsements for the dumb Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> yeah. They, they may be calling you. I drive by it every day. I've never been in the door, but I guess now I have to. I gotta. I gotta follow my so, own preaching. Do you swim? Do you do you, do you change into your into your speedo and and actually go down the slide when 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 you go there with the kids? Of course, no? yes, of yeah, course, and everyone do. should. You better too when you take yeah. Jordan down there. I mean, yeah, yeah. Come on, you gotta Absolutely. jump in. Of course. Absolutely good for you. Yeah. Cheapest, cheapest trip, and your kids will be just as happy. No, I thank you for for mentioning that. By the way, I'm just curious. Would you rather, if you had five days off, five yep. days of vacation yep. coming, yep. would you rather take one complete week off, or would you rather have five three day weekends? Yeah. Oh boy. Well, I don't. You know, I don't think there's a yes or no answer to that. I can tell you that this. Winter, I've chosen the weekends because I'm trying to pack in three or four or five ski trips into this winter because we got a pass that allows us to ski at all these places. So I'm trying to pack all those weekends in, which means I'm doing two-day, three-day, four-day, five-day weekends and spreading it out. However, I'm also dreaming about going to Thailand in the next couple of years. And then, well, okay, i got to have at least a week, maybe two weeks if I'm going to go that far. So to me, it depends on how far you're going and what pace you're going to. Because, you know, my family trip to San Diego that we took recently, I mean, you're just going at a different pace. And if you only got two days off, it's just not worth taking the family to San Diego, right? But if it's me and the boys and we're driving to Montana, sure, I'll do that trip quickly in two days and come back. No problem. Yeah. To me, two days, if you have a full two days, that can feel like a getaway. Yes. Two days. Yep. But um, cool. All right. Hey, DJ, thanks for some great suggestions. Yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll see you at the, the Dumb Holiday Inn Express. Yeah, the Dumb, yeah. Fish Lake Interchange. JP knows where that is. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know where that is. All right. A few show highlights. We had an amazing professor on who provided some perspective, some history of Ukraine that I hadn't heard before. We'll review what he said next so we started the show talking about gas prices and what if anything are you doing differently in light of the fact that gas is what approaching four bucks a gallon higher than it's been ever although the prices were pretty close i mean i remember upper threes to around four between 2008 and 2012 at the, the, the height of the recession. But DJ pointed out April of 2020, the average price of gas in the metro was a buck 96. Now that, you know, that we were just sliding into the pandemic. A lot of people were locked down working from home and it's supply and demand. Less demand, the price went down. Now we have higher demand. The economy is trying to come back. And now with the invasion of Ukraine, that that was the icing on this unpleasant cake. And we asked you, how are you dealing with higher gas prices? Twitter poll, 628 of you weighed in. It's not scientific. You know, it's interesting. At least I think it is. Of those 628 voters, 70% said, hey, Paul, I'm just taking the hit. I'm paying what I have to pay. 23.6% driving less. 4% searching for cheaper gas, 
and 2.5% using more public transportation. So uh, you called in and we wanted to share some of your thoughts about dealing with higher gas prices. Taking a hit, but passing part of it on. I own a small business locally here and my trucks all run on diesel. A week ago today, I paid $3.89 for diesel. This afternoon, I saw it at, at multiple stations around the area for $5.09. And the, the sad part is those kind of prices affect us all because almost every product we buy is delivered by a diesel-powered truck. Right now, we've been working from home since COVID, so we, we don't actually put that many miles on our cars. So... We haven't, I mean, we're just kind of taking the hit right now with the gas prices. I think we're a little more concerned about all the different things that we buy that are going to be affected, you know, with all right. the other costs going up. So for us, you know, we're just driving around Chanhappanen and, you know, maybe a couple of the suburbs around here. But it's not like we're commuting into downtown Minneapolis any, right now. Yeah, some people are taking the hit a lot harder than others. And, and I get that. And I do have empathy and sympathy for for people who are stuck. And if they pay more for gas, a couple hundred more every month, whatever it is, it has to come from somewhere. So they're going without. We also talked about Ukraine. A lot of people scratching their heads. Ukraine used to be part of the Soviet Union. Soviet Union broke up in 1991. And suddenly you had all these independent states. And Ukraine has been seeking democracy and and seeking NATO membership in recent years. We talked to Dr. Chris Gertz, a professor of history at Bethel University, to learn more. I mean, I think you have to go back to, like, World War One. Russia enters that war in 1914. It's run by Russians, but Ukraine is part of that empire. But the war goes so badly that Russia has a revolution in 1917, and by 1922 you get this communist state called the Soviet Union. And Ukraine is part of that, along with Russia and other republics. It's a multinational state, but increasingly Russians dominate it. And over time, it becomes really difficult for Ukrainians. Um, I think a key moment here is in 1932 and 1933, something like 4 million Ukrainians starved to death. It's called the Holodomor. And it's, it's caused by the policies of Joseph Stalin, the Soviet dictator. And it's really unknown in the West, but it really scars Ukraine for decades to come. And so when the Soviet Union breaks up in 1991, both Russia, Ukraine, and the other republics go their separate ways and, and start developing separate systems of government, separate economies. So Ukraine has been the separate state ever since, but there's always been a strain of Russian nationalism that doesn't accept this that never wanted the Tsar's empire to fall, that didn't want the Soviet Union to collapse, and Vladimir Putin's a good example of this. He does not see Ukraine as a separate nation, but as under the the um, Russian thumb. And there's been a minority in the Ukrainian population that's wanted close ties with Russia, but increasingly most Ukrainians see Russia as a threat, and they've wanted closer ties with the European Union, with the United States, with NATO, with the West. I asked Dr. Gertz what might come next for Ukraine. As a historian, one thing that I have thought a lot about is what, what is the purpose of war? Right? War is uh, politics by other means, right? There's got to be some political end here. And I guess I assumed when Russia invaded three weeks ago, it was not meant to occupy the entire country, to annex the entirety um, maybe some of the borderlands, but probably to install a more supportive pro-Russian regime by force. 
And in theory, that's still possible. But I think the degree of not just Ukrainian, but international revulsion at this and the fairly quick economic impact of sanctions and exports being cut off and other sorts of penalties. I mean, it is a good question to ask at this point, what does Putin think he's going to win? Um, you know, Minnesota native Tom Friedman, the New York Times columnist, had a, had a piece up asking, what can Putin win out of this? And in some ways, that should be really frightening to us um, because he does possess nuclear weapons, right? And Yeah. And it's also possible that if the sanctions work as they're intended, it could provoke political change in Russia, which can bring about the downfall of the regime, but also produces incredible instability in what's still a very powerful country that has a nuclear arsenal, that has a very large you know, oil and gas supply. That I don't think we've seen the end of the aftershocks of this invasion, unfortunately. And that was uh, just part of the interview that I'm going to be posting here shortly on Twitter uh, with Dr. Gertz, Professor Gertz from Bethel University, uh, an historian, with more background on why we are where we are with Russia and Ukraine and the blowback that that war is having worldwide. When we come back, a little good news. Uh, There is some good news out there, and I found a nugget I want to share next. By the way, Travel Weenie DJ. Hey! Hey, it's not me. It's one of our listeners. Oh, okay. But I kind of like that nickname. (laughs) Travel Weenie. It just flows. (laughs) (laughs) Travel Weenie. You like Travel Preacher, but Travel Weenie. Wait, what are they trying to tell me? Uh, Apparently, a listener just stopped at my local Cenex. E85 is $2.68 a gallon travel weenie <laughs> okay but uh i was just looking this up if you use flex fuel then you you drop some fuel economy though i think around you know 15 to 25 percent somewhere in there uh, hmm. so i guess you're still saving some money with the 85 but it's not as much as you'd think boy then i'll bet you our listeners have some opinions on that <laughs> they usually do so it might be a wash. I, I don't pretend to know, but somebody needs to educate us on that one. Hey, I found this out, Travel Weenie. 75% of people in the United States do not tweet, ever. Three out of four people. I find that reassuring. On an average weeknight in January, 1% of U.S. adults watched Fox News prime time. One percent. Half a percent tuned into MSNBC. Just over a million people. Listen to this. Nearly three times more Americans donated to charities during the pandemic than donated money to politicians and political parties. Three times more. As polarized as America seems to be right now, independents who are somewhere in the middle would be the biggest political party. The common sense, moderate middle. And yet people on the extreme right and the extreme left kind of hijack the conversation. But uh, I wonder if that's going to change. We've, we've had those discussions before internally, right? Is it time for a third party, DJ? Yes. Could it work? Yesterday. 
Yeah, but you got to raise money, right? Yeah, I don't know. Who, Just stop. Who's going to fund that? Well, let's all stop voting for people that we only sort of like. <laughs> or voting for the, the, you know, better of two evils. I mean... Sorry. I, I, no, I... Too deep I'm for not dis- 30 seconds I'm to not go. Di- I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Yeah, yeah the common sense moderate middle needs to rise up. Mm-hmm. We just need more common sense in this country. Just <laughs> stuff that works. So anyway, 75% of people never tweet. That made me happy. Hallelujah. You made me happy too, Travel Weenie. Let's try this again tomorrow. <laughs> Catch you later. My little weather weenie with the propeller on the top. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.